0: District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left, coming to you from Washington, D.C. We are in the well-fortified Sentinel bunker sponsored by the DSA Accelerationist Caucus. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knights. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. All right, right off the bat here. Sam and I were inspecting Intern Suck right before we went live. Jury's still out on whether Intern Suck has uh, improved at all. We're not ready
1: to declare Intern Suck dead, though.
0: Uh, Not quite ready, but... Not quite. I can't tell if Intern Suck is getting healthier or if the white mold stuff is starting to grow back. (laughs) But um, hopefully... Hopefully, our little our little intern that could is going to plow through this and make it. Keep praying is basically what we're saying. Keep praying for uh, our little friend. Also, in new business, last night,
1: a, a group of protesters showed up outside of Tucker Carlson's house yeah. and chanted things, uh, such as, we know where you live. Because <laughs> we're here. Because <laughs> we're here. And it owned... It was very good. Um, Tucker Carlson, he just he whips up hatred. What whoever he talks about on the left gets inundated with death threats. Yeah, I know the, the, the question isn't why did people do this? It's why did it take so long for this to happen?
0: Yeah, and I know there's a lot of people scolding the uh protesters, the Smash Racism DC protesters for knocking on Tucker's door. I'm not gonna Uh, lecture these people about how to do direct action and protest because they're putting themselves on the line and confronting fascists. But, you know, for their own legal safety, that's probably uh, good advice to have not knocked on the door. But uh, I'm not concerned at all what this means for the discourse when uh, fascists and open white nationalists don't feel safe in their home. It's appalling seeing people like
1: Stephen Colbert like run to sympathize with uh, Tucker Carlson cuz he has more in common with him as a TV celebrity than with yeah, with all the people definitely. that that's that, definitely than with what's all behind. the people that Tucker victimizes every day by whipping up hatred that he knows he gets his viewers into a in, into a froth and sending them death threats to uh, to activists and especially people of color
0: and, and and women and minorities and all that shit so it's it's Ah, uh, yeah, I think you nailed it there. Uh, Colbert feels way more solidarity with fellow white TV hosts than with, uh, you know, immigrants, migrants who are coming to the U.S. That Tucker Carlson goes on and demonizes on his program every evening. So, what else is going on here? Oh, <laughs> we had that dust up yesterday between Jim Acosta and uh, the White House. The White House has since. Told Jim Acosta's uh, hard pass, uh, his credentials to go into the White House to report from there. You know, I, I don't really give too much of a shit about Jim Acosta. The dude uh, is one of those journalists who uh, have made themselves a celebrity in the Trump era. Um, I, I, I subscribe to the a lot of the criticism against Acosta. But I am pretty disturbed that Sarah Huckabee Sanders in the White House... Are using video footage doctored by probably Paul Joseph Watson of InfoWars, formerly of InfoWars, or currently, I don't even know what his <laughs> current status is with him. But probably gets dark money from uh from what's his yeah, face. They're using doctored video to accuse Acosta of like assaulting this young intern, this poor young lady intern who who was aggressively trying to snatch the mic. Like, first off, they shouldn't have like young interns trying to snatch microphones away from reporters as they're trying to ask questions. But uh, yeah, that's some fucked up shit on on the part of the White House here. And I'm curious to see how the White House press corps reacts to this. Uh, I think it's a pathetic organization and that any one of them would throw each other under the bus to have a Jonathan Swan type exclusive with the president. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. And so I don't expect any sort of solidarity here or any sort of walkout, but uh but maybe imagine prove though, me wrong. Imagine though if they did. I mean, that would completely effectively
1: deplatform Sarah Huckabee Sanders. If, yes. It, like why do you need to go to these press
0: conferences you every don't. day? You don't. They're worthless. They're completely worthless. God you- journalists are so fucking lazy. They're so fucking lazy. Sorry.
1: Uh Whenever, right. whenever I see people get whipped into a righteous uh, uh, indignation about about journalists when when Trump is attacking the media, you know, uh, anti-Semitic dog whistles notwithstanding, it's a, Trump is going to win that battle every time.
0: Yeah, every fucking time. Well, maybe when the White House press corps is huddling around their cappuccino machine <laughs> bought for them by Tom Hanks because they're such uh, aggressive truth tellers in the Trump era, and notice that. One of them is missing. Maybe they'll do something about it, but uh, I'm guessing. Yeah, so, I, guessing they won't. Buzzfeed did tweet out this
1: uh, article in this explanation of the article about how the video may have not been doctored per se, but that uh, Paul Joseph
0: Watson slowed it down s- or sped
1: it up or, or w- one of the other
0: slowed it down and then sped it up to give like the effect. Right, that, right. So that's doctored. Oh, I okay, mean, yeah. yeah. But I mean, either way.
1: Don't share videos that Paul Joseph Watson is tweeting out. The guy is a fucking disinformation peddler. Yeah. And, and obviously the White House knows this, and but he's he's peddling their disinformation, uh, so they love it. Yep. One more thing off the top. I should note that um, one of the races we, I think we talked about on Tuesday night when I was sort of talking about how Democrats aren't doing as good in New Jersey as they uh, would like to be doing, Uh, He's now ahead. Andy Kim is now ahead in the third district of New Jersey. And he was down by a good amount, double digits uh, on election night. So
0: it's pretty wild. Yeah. We'll have uh, more election news trickling in uh, over the coming days. Yeah. Sure. Uh, All right. We've got some haikus to get to later in the show. First, uh, hello to any people who are watching us. We've decided to do the shows this week post-election uh free the live stream here uh we we didn't put it behind the paywall so anybody who's not a subscriber who's watching for the first time welcome and uh feel free to subscribe over at patreon.com slash district sentinel so you can watch the show uh next week when we go back behind the paywall uh part of next week yeah we are going to be going on vacation for uh the end of next week through thanksgiving this kid's but, uh,
1: uh, going down
0: to Ron DeSantis' Florida. That's right. I'm going to go see what, I'm gonna see what happened down there. Uh, I'm going to see what happened down down in Florida. Um, so, yeah. And if you uh, subscribe, you get your own haiku read on the show, which we do uh, in a few minutes here.
1: S- self, self-investigate the Florida elections people, like the guy who showed up the Comet
0: Pizza. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> FBI.
0: It's Thursday, November 8th, 2018. Here's the news. Oh. <laughs> Democrats and really anyone who is even half paying attention smell something fishy about the appointment of Matthew Whitaker to lead the Justice Department following the shit canning of Jeff Sessions. You know, I know people are marching or getting ready to march around the country uh, on behalf of Jeff Sessions getting fired. Um, fine. Do whatever. I, I think it's stupid. But at least you're not raising a half million dollars for a, a, a disgraced racist um, just because he was fired by Trump. Anyways, what people should be taking part in is collective enjoyment. Overwatching jeff sessions humiliated yeah you can definitely worry about whitaker without having to say wow
1: trump crossed the line by firing jeff sessions yeah no i no,
0: it's uh, i i really not no. not not feeling that not, not feeling, feeling annoyed. that anyway moving on though how read the room yeah house and senate democrats leadership on the intelligence judiciary and oversight committee sent a letter Late Wednesday, two acting attorney general Whitaker telling him to preserve all documents related to Sessions departure said that, uh, quote, that includes all document memoranda correspondence and other communications related to the special counsel's investigation. The uh, letter reminded Whitaker that concealing, removing or destroying such records is a crime and that you could go to jail. In a few months, uh, Democrats in the House will be able to subpoena for this information. And they have good reason to be skeptical of the guy, since Whitaker has not only previously published op-eds critical of the Mueller investigation, but he also, as we talked about uh, on yesterday's show, went on live TV, went on CNN, to plot how to kill the special counsel's probe. You know, we speculated on yesterday's show that... um, Trump probably saw this guy on TV and a light bulb went off in his baby brain. And reporting since then suggests that that's actually true, that Trump probably had this guy installed for this purpose. Though uh, Whitaker is seeking consult with career officials on how best to proceed, whether he has a conflict of interest here, uh, there are reports he doesn't plan to recuse himself from overseeing the Mueller probe despite his close ties to people like Trump campaign aide, Sam Clovis, a witness in the Mueller probe. Also, claims there are claims that his uh, appointment, Whitaker's appointment is unconstitutional, that Trump circumvented the Senate's role in advising consent by not promoting someone who's be- already been confirmed by the Senate, like, I don't know, Rod Rosenstein, who'd be number two in line, therefore the person you think who would replace or be the acting attorney general in uh, session stead, especially since he's also overseeing the special counsel's probe. So yeah, uh, a lot of opposition rounding up to Whitaker. Moving on though from the dangerous to the absurd, here's video from 2015 of Whitaker hawking hot tub technology.
2: Tub ...swivel seat because it's a unique design that's going to help lots of people uh, that have mobility issues get in and use their hot tub in a safe manner.
0: Yeah, that's the acting attorney general right there. A uh, video from World Patent Marketing. Again, that's from 2015. It was a company, Miami-based company, that was shut down by the Federal Trade Commission last year because it was a giant scam. Whitaker sat on the board of the company. He was also pretty hands-on. There are reports that uh, he once threatened customers who complained to the company after they were scammed by the company. And this wasn't like 30 years ago. This was three years ago. Sounds about right. I mean, he looks like a bouncer. (laughs) So it remains to be seen how long Whitaker will be on the job here and what, if any, damage he can uh, inflict on the Mueller probe. But the White House does want everyone to know that the search is on for a new attorney general to replace Jeff Sessions. The first name floated out there in a person who was seen at the White House today, folks, Chris Christie. Sources told NBC News that he is seriously being considered for the job. Remember, this is the job Chris Christie wanted most after dropping out of the 2016 GOP race and kissing Trump's ring. Christie was later forced out of the Trump White House transition team, though reportedly by Jared Kushner. They have a complicated relationship, but uh, basically it boils boils down to Christie throwing Kushner's dad in prison back in 2004. But uh, Christie and Kushner were reportedly in the same room together today discussing prison reform. So, for those of you not
1: watching the stream. Uh, the the photo of Christie that Sam used was the infamous NYPD baseball uniform photo
0: of Christie <laughs> playing baseball, which uh, is something you will never be able to unsee. Yeah, he looks graceful on the field, an elegant baseball player, I'd say. I I would uh, venture to guess that perhaps he
1: would be a designated hitter. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm no Joe Madden, but anyway. <laughs> We're no closer to a conclusion in key elections that were held on Tuesday. The outcome of races in the Deep South are still being contested. Votes are still trickling in in the state of Florida, world famous for its election administration competence. Automatic recounts in the state are triggered if there's a half percentage point separating the winner and the loser. And that's more than the margin that Republican Rick Scott is currently winning by in the U.S. Senate race against incumbent Democrat Bill Nelson. Also, as of just this afternoon, with the last votes coming in, Democrat Andrew Gillum has risen from the dead like interns suck. The Democratic (sighs) gubernatorial candidate has crept within the five-tenths of a percentage point margin, which, again, is the recount threshold. So it's looking like Gillum's chances of beating Republican Ron DeSantis are not officially over. Hmm. Gillum had conceded to DeSantis on Tuesday night when he looked well behind, but in a statement released this afternoon, Gillum's campaign walked it back. Quote, It has become clear there are many more uncounted ballots than was originally reported. Our campaign, along with our attorney, Barry Richard, is monitoring the situation closely and is ready for any outcome, including a state mandated recount. End of quote. By the way, this was this statement was issued before Gillum uh, came within the 0.5 percentage uh, margin. I suppose with more counts, with, excuse me, with more votes to count, Technically, DeSantis could be pushed back uh, above the uh, margin, but right now it is looking like a recount, recount territory at least. Meanwhile, Senator Nelson's campaign is already predicting that he will defeat Rick Scott after the recount, or actually before the recount. Campaign attorney Mark Elias said today, quote, we believe at the end of the day, Senator Nelson is going to be declared the winner and returned to the U.S. Senate. According to the Orlando Sentinel, Elias, as I noted, also predicted his client would be up by several thousand votes before the recount even starts. Officials in Florida's 67 counties have until Saturday to report elections, election results, excuse me, as the paper noted. Just within the last hour, uh, by the way, Elias tweeted that Nelson is within the quarter of a percentage point threshold, which triggers a recount by hand. By hand. See these things? Uh, Call them fingers. I don't see them thing uh, showing my hands to the camera for people who are only listening. Anyway, as these races so, tighten,
0: it really, really highlights the effect of voter suppression in yeah, the states. Yeah,
1: so point five percent is a machine recount, and then point two five is a hand recount. Hmm. Which I, you're a Floridian. Was that passed after two thousand that law? Uh, I, I, don't I, know.
0: I do not believe. I do not know. <laughs> well, anyway. Should have, should have run that by before in the show. I have been for like 10 years. <laughs> Speaking of uh, leaving
1: Florida, one state north in Georgia, Stacey Abrams is still fighting on. The Democratic gubernatorial candidate said today she would not accept claims of victory made this morning by her opponent, Republican Brian Kemp. Kemp currently leads Abrams with 50.3% of the vote. And Georgia, of course, mandates a runoff if a single candidate doesn't get a uh, simple majority. Today, Kemp also resigned his position as Georgia's current secretary of state. Better late than never. That is the top official overseeing elections in the state, which not at all a sketchy position for a gubernatorial candidate to hold throughout an entire election campaign. (laughs) Per CNBC, Kemp's resignation came two days after Georgia voters hit him with a federal lawsuit alleging an abuse of power, quote, to interfere in the election to benefit himself and his political party and disadvantage his opponents. The outlet also noted Kemp is being accused of suppressing tens of thousands of registrations to vote. Voting in Georgia was also plagued by long lines and allegations of problems with voting machines. Today, Abrams' campaign manager, Allegra Williams, pressed state officials to, quote, release all the data, all the numbers, and they need to count every single vote. According to Kemp himself, there are 20,000 provisional ballots that still need to be counted. Abrams' team claims it needs 15,000 votes to force a runoff. Kemp disputes this calculation. Meanwhile, the Democratic Party of Georgia said on Twitter this morning that votes aren't officially reported until next week, And that, quote, tens of thousands of votes have not been counted. All right. Derek Davison uh, hit the nail on the head. uh, What he say? In a tweet. Foreign policy guru who sometimes comes on the show. He said if if what has been going on in Georgia had been going on in Venezuela, Bolton and Pompeo would be calling for full-on airstrikes. No doubt. No doubt. Probably Florida, too.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. This is how we thank all our new subscribers on Patreon, patreon.com slash district sentinel. If you subscribe to the $5 tier a month, you get a haiku written by the Sams, read on air. Let's read a few right now. I'll go ahead and go first. This one goes out to Stefan. When the nugs are dry and chock full of seeds and stems, call the weed lawyer.
1: Thank you, Stefan. Sure, Stefan, the weed lawyer, very much looking
0: forward to the day when all his cases are about too many seeds and stems in the bag. Does Stefan Stefan count as a celebrity subscriber? (laughs) He does now. Next, this is for Ben. It's me,
1: the joke man, sad about owning fascists. I'm Stephen Colbert.
0: Thank you, Ben. This is for George. The world makes more sense once you figure it once you figure it out that fingernails are hooves. Thank you, George. It's not every day when I read one of your haikus,
1: they blow my mind, but <laughs> I think I think you may be onto something there. Finally, this is for Will. Worst present for kids? Buying your kid a goldfish death reminder bowl.
0: <laughs> ah, thank Enjoy. you, Will. Enjoy this pet that will die in five days. <laughs> thank you, Will. And thank you to all the new subscribers on Patreon, patreon.com slash district Sentinel. Excuse me.
1: Mick Mulvaney has gotten a boost in his bid to carry water for payday lenders. A federal judge has agreed with his agency's request to stay the implementation of a rule on short-term high-interest loans. The order came down from District Judge Lee Yakel in the Western District of Texas. Yakel had previously denied a request to stay the payday rule from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. The agency Mulvaney is temporarily uh, overseeing. But Judge Yackel reversed the decision yesterday because the agency announced late last month that it would seek to revise a key part of the regulation, the so-called ability to pay provisions. The provision stated that payday lenders must assess customers' creditworthiness before trying to peddle expensive loans to them. According to CFPB research published under Obama appointee Richard Cordray, many payday borrowers end up needing to take out loan after loan to cover the cost of the initial loan. Reading now from a press release issued by the Bureau last year at the end of the Cordray era when the payday rule had been finalized, quote, even when the loan is repeatedly reborrowed, many borrowers wind up in default and getting chased by a debt collector or having their car or truck seized by their lender. Lenders' repeated attempts to debit payments can add significant penalties as overdue borrowers get hit with insufficient funds fees and may even have their bank account closed, end of quote. Extremely on-brand for the Trump administration, it doesn't give a shit about predatory lending. They think it's actually good. Mulvaney was a top recipient of campaign donations from payday lenders while he was a member of Congress. And now that Mulvaney has cleared up confusion over the administration's intentions on the payday rule, Judge Yackel has approved of its delay so that it can be watered down significantly. The regulation had been set to have take
0: effect in August next year. Finally today... A lot of 90s action movies are premised on a group of bad guys stealing extremely lethal weapons from the U.S. military and threatening to use them against the public. Maybe not a lot of movies, but definitely a few of them. At least one, The Rock. I remember that movie The Rock starts off that way. Anyways, turns starts out. It starts off that way. That's that's the whole. Well, oh, again, yeah, you're well, talking yeah, about this. The break into the, the military, in, the right, weapons right. place. And yeah, they steal the, whatever the nerve gas is. Saren. Is yeah, it Saren? Anyway, it turns out that might not be that difficult after all to do. Oh, good. Yeah. A Government Accountability Office report released just ahead of the midterms flagged some security vulnerabilities at weapons storage facilities run by the Pentagon. The security audit was a affi- facilities. Storing what are called security risk category one ammunition. It's essentially non-nuclear missiles and rockets. So still pretty heavy duty stuff. The GAO didn't get into what these specific vulnerabilities were. They cited national security reasons, but the oversight agency provided two broad areas of concern. One, more than half. We got a black helicopter. We got a black flying helicopter flying over, flying over us right now. Yeah, uh, one of the concerns cited was that more than half of the internal safety inspections by the various armed services were behind schedule. Uh, more than half of these inspections were late, some by as much as more than a year. And two, there's no internal process whatsoever to log weapon security issues and then track them to resolution. Reading from the report, quote, only three of 14 Army locations provided documentation about h- how identified physical security deficiencies were resolved. The GAO reported as a result, quote, GAO could not determine whether 29 of the 35 selected locations reviewed across the services had consistently resolved all identified deficiencies, and if so, what steps were taken to do so. The watchdog Urge the Pentagon to change internal guidances to ensure that such information about security flaws uh, can be collected and tracked in the future. Too bad GAO isn't releasing some of these security flaws, by the way. I I can understand why, but I believe there'd be some pretty good ones, like (laughs) the uh, Tomahawk missiles being stored in some locker under the code 12345, or whatever (laughs) Like the general dipshit general's iphone password is yeah or some super secure login the password is password yeah (laughs) all right that'll do it for the newscast today but i do see that the listener rant line has some calls so let's see what people are saying
2: hey guys um i just have a question about the midterms it's 6 a.m here in japan and um so in the states, you guys have, you could blow up terrorists in the Middle East from a remote location in Nevada, whatever, wherever, in the name of democracy. But you, and then, but then you have voting machines that don't work. I don't in your own democracy. I, I feel like that's just ironic. And I don't know what's going on with that. And then the second thing I want to say is how the hell did Joe Manchin win? (laughs) I mean, he's a garbage can, hall of famer. I thought for sure he'd be gone, but somehow he pulled it off. So I don't even know. It's a (laughs) narrative.
1: Well, uh, to to the first point, The first point. What was the first point
0: again? Uh, it's about a, how we have broken voting machines. Oh despite yeah, having technology oh. to pick off terrorists. I think. Uh, right. Yeah. That's no. That's by design.
1: Right. Yeah. No. That's that's by design. My frustrations are shared. I was I was more thinking about uh, uh, Joe Manchin. Yeah, how did he win? Uh, check out his opponent. Probably that's how he won. But I, I can't help but think about how he did have a primary challenger from the left, Paula Jean Swearingen got more votes than any any one uh, Republican candidate in their primary. Hmm. I can't help but think Paula Jean may maybe would have won. I mean, not in, eh, you know, maybe she should have run as an independent. Yeah. Maybe. Get over with that like uh, 34% plurality or whatever, the uh, 37% plurality with the other two camps split. But yeah. I don't Wasn't know.
0: there a report out of Georgia that like they found a bunch of working voting machines just in like Storage somewhere. Yeah. Well, while well, there were like yeah. hours long lines for yeah. people to vote, total by design. All right, one last call to get to here.
2: Yeah. So uh, I live on a Navy base, and they have one of the biggest
0: air shows of the year today, and it was pretty neat seeing all the all the major
2: planes up today. They had the uh, the F twenty two, F sixteen, some old fucking biplanes that. Uh, didn't even know it could fly anymore. It's a, it's a little overcast, so it's nice to see that all of the, the
0: major planes uh, can fly today. Um, can't think of any that are missing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just just want to let you know, uh, doing a good job spending our money here in the military. <laughs> well, Thanks for the call there. Uh, caller noted it was overcast, so I'm sure there was one plane missing. Yeah, I... Uh...
1: I'm trying to I'm trying to think. What 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 is the name of that plane? It's yeah. the F thirty six. Thirty-four. Thirty-four
0: and a half. And it's not coming to me right now. Dang F thirty-five can't fly when it's cloudy. <laughs> Anything going on in the chat room here? Yeah, Keister just dropped in
1: to say hi, but he wasn't he able go. he wasn't able to watch. You know, live. I said
0: I was gonna play Keister's message on air today, but Keister left like a two and a half minute long message and that's way too long. Try to keep your <laughs> messages under a minute and we'll play them on air.
1: <laughs> and uh what else has, what else has happened? Oh, RIP Keister and Suck is uh, suck is not dead yet. F. F Keister uh is is a thing. Um uh Alex says, uh oh wait, sorry, talking about Google emojis. That's uh uh I'm trying to find the good the good con- There's good commentary in the chat. It's just it's hard to uh it. Oh, uh, here we go. Joe R. Colbert is filling his diaper over Tucker. We we noted that.
0: I saw Joe R. also notes that hot tubs are disgusting. Why do you want to sit in a hot suit made of other people's skin? (laughs) I I can uh, support that opinion. I try uh, try
1: not to go in swimming pools. Joe also said about Colbert, he's just restoring the sanity. Joseph says Colbert is someone I used to love and now hate. (laughs) Uh, Colbert is probably the reason why I'm in this chat, he also says. Furthermore, Uh, Kurt says Pretty sharp sweaters The Sams are sporting today Thank you, Kurt Joseph says Sweaters are comfy as thug And uh, Randall said LOL I did not realize It was prison Paul Making the video Yeah Joseph says Hot take Ignore Trump Per our Don't show up To give Sarah Huckabee Sanders A platform comment Yeah Uh, Luke says Yo, my guy's a pyramid schemer Talking
0: about our current Attorney General In his hot tub scheme. All right. Ivan says, Gillum suck 2020. (laughs) That's SUCC with our intern. All right. That'll be it for District Sentinel Radio today. Call the rant line 202-684-6108 to leave a message. One one more comment uh, talking about
1: the the movies where bad guys steal weapons.
0: Broken Arrow. Ooh, that's a good one. Christian Slater, John Travolta. Yeah. All right. uh, Special thanks to our sponsors, the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Also, levelnews.org. Thank you for watching. If you're new here, subscribe at patreon.com slash district sentinel for more shows just like this. The newscast is back next week. We're here in D.C. so that you don't have to be.